Good morning. Welcome to the Light of the World broadcast, a ministry of the Holly Grove Baptist Church in Bearden, Arkansas. We, we pray that you are encouraged by the Word of God. God loves you, and so do I. We look forward to seeing you soon. Good morning. Today's scripture will come from Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for allowing us to gather together as a church family to glorify your name. During this pandemic, we pray for healing, peace, and understanding. We ask that you bless everyone in a special way. Thank you for being so, so good to us. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Here are today's announcements. Bible study will be Wednesday via conference call at 6 p.m. Pastor Mayweather will send a text with the information. If you would like to be included on our text list, please send a message to 870-807-1556. You may mail in your tithes and offerings to P.O. Box 247, Beard, Arkansas, 71720. You may also contact a deacon or a member of the finance team to pick up your offering. Let us remember one another in prayer. We ask special prayer for Sister Nadine Sutton, Sister Hazel Sherman, Brother W.C. Mitchell, Brother Sherrod Dunn, and Sister Sheila Parham. Thank you. Good morning. I want to call your attention to 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 through 6. And it reads, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were there in. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Our thought for today is encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. Brothers and sisters, there are times in life when the news just is not good. In this present age, it would be easy to assume the seat of the scornful for on every television station and every telephone call, 
every piece of mail, every newspaper article, and every text message, the news isn't good. So the question this morning is, where can we go for good news? Our families are in disarray, mothers against daughters, fathers against sons. Many people are losing their jobs due to the coronavirus that there's still yet to be a cure for. But I've come today to suggest that the person who can encourage you is sitting in your seat right now. However, that person has to be sensitive, strong, and spiritually prepared to dispense spiritual information to the one who may need it the most, and that is yourself. And I know some of us think that people are crazy when they speak to themselves, but it's really not that strange at all. If you can sing to yourself in the shower, then you can encourage yourself. If you can talk out the numbers while you dial the phone, then you can encourage yourself. If you can add up money out loud when you're trying to buy something, then you can encourage yourself. Our text today finds David returning to his home base of Ziklag. The long-standing threat to the safety of Israel, Amalek and his armies had once again confronted Elite forces led by David. However, in chapter 30, David did what Saul could not do. In chapter 15, God wanted Saul to eliminate Amalek and his armies, but he could not do it. In chapter 30, David does what Saul couldn't do, and then God allowed him to recover everything Amalek stole for Israel. And that should encourage somebody because everything that the devil took from you, with God's help, you can get it back. The devil took your family, but God can help you get it back. The devil took your joy, but God can help you get it back. The devil took your pride, but God can help you get it back. The devil took your reputation, but God can help you get it back. The devil took your friends, but God can help you get it back. The difference is that David used holy methods and Saul used unholy methods. Saul consulted with a medium, a Miss Cleo of his day, but David consulted with God. Now, somebody here ought to know and understand that it's dangerous and a waste of time to consult with a medium or to hang out with Miss Cleo. Where was Miss Cleo when your heart was broken? Where was Miss Cleo when you got into your car accident? Where was Miss Cleo when your father walked out of your life? Where was Miss Cleo when you were tempted with drugs and alcohol? I don't know about you, but it's a good thing to trust in the Lord. It's good to rely upon him. It's good to cast all your cares upon him. When David and his weary troops returned to Ziklag, he discovers that the enemy, the Amalekites, have already been at their home base of operations. Although they were on the field of battle, the, the enemy was working at home. Somebody understands this principle because when you give God your best at church, the devil will beat you home. When you praise God in the sanctuary, the devil will work on your friends. When you lift up holy hands in the worship, the devil will work on your siblings. When you shout at the church, the devil will work on your parents. And when you get home, you can almost sense that the devil's been busy. 
Many of us remember when we were young, when mom or dad left the house to go to the store, to go shopping or even to go to church that by the time they got home, you had done some things that you had no business doing and you cleaned up the house and it looked like it did when they left. But when they hit the door, they could feel that something wasn't right. And they looked at you and said, something just doesn't feel right here. The Malachites not only came to Ziklag, but they burned Ziklag down. Not only did they burn Ziklag down, but they kidnapped every woman, married or single, young or whole. It means, but the women of Ziklag, they were known for their beauty. But the men of Ziklag who had sacrificed themselves in battle, when, when they came home, they were gone. The boys were gone. The future leaders of the culture were gone. Ziklag had become a deserted city. Ziklag had become a city of ashes and ruin. Ziklag had become an empty city. The, the first national bank of Ziklag was empty. The Popeye's chicken of Ziklag was burned to the ground. The no churches in Ziklag. Everything had been destroyed. Can you imagine what life would be like if all of a sudden that which you worked hard to protect was now gone? If that woman that you love so much was now gone. If that man that you love so much was now gone. The women of Ziklag were gone, young and old, wives and girlfriends, sons and daughters, baby mamas. They, they were all gone. So when David and his band of soldiers saw all of the devastation, the Bible says that they cried until they couldn't cry anymore. The Bible says that they didn't have any more power. In Hebrew, it means that they were drained because of their grief. Somebody here knows that your troubles can drain you. Trouble can drain your mental alertness. Trouble can drain your required sleep. Trouble can drain you and make your pillow wet with tears. Trouble can drain your checkbook. Trouble can drain your self-worth. Trouble can drain you and make you think you're about to lose your mind. Trouble can drain you and cause you to stop from praying. So when David checked out his home to of his eight wives were gone. Ahinoam and Abigail were gone. Understand that polygamy was legal in that day. So two of his wives were gone. David understood the difference between a recession and a depression. A recession is when somebody else loses their job, but a depression is when you lose yours. But check this out. Ahinoam and Abigail were also spiritually significant. Ahinoam's name in Hebrew means delight and Abigail's name in Hebrew means joy. So David had lost both his delight and his joy. The devil hit him with a twofold punch. He lost the reason to be happy and the joy that goes beyond happiness. Somebody here, the devil has done that to you. You don't smile like you used to. You don't love like you used to. You don't get happy like you used to. You don't feel the spirit of God like you used to. You don't interact with others like you used to. You don't hug like you used to. You don't appreciate people like you used to. But the Bible says that he was greatly distressed. It was a compounded feeling of distress. 
Not only was he carrying the burden of his men's losses, not only was he carrying the burden of a defeat from the enemy, but now he carries his own personal burden. And the men he led were now affixing blame upon him for their trouble. Listen to me, child of God. Some people are experts in blaming other people for their problem. And some people even blame the man of God for their problems. You remember when Lazarus died, Martha said, Jesus, if you had only been here, our brother would not have died. So David is surrounded by sorrow. His personal grief, the grief of a remnant of a city, the humiliation of being outsmarted. So now the scoreboard reads the enemy one point, the people of God zero. Understand that just that David would have been justified in losing his mind. David would have been justified in resigning and moving away. David would have been justified in getting high to forget about his troubles. David would have been justified in blaming others. But the Bible says that David encouraged himself. And that's what you got to do today. He made himself strong. He strengthened himself. He, he made himself firm. He displayed strength. He supported himself. He repaired himself. He took care of himself. He held himself up. He sustained himself. Somebody today under the sound of my voice, your troubles have overwhelmed you and you don't know what to do next. You don't know what your next move is, but your next move is to encourage yourself. You need to talk to yourself, but don't quote Oprah. You need to talk to yourself, but don't quote Lil Wayne. You need to talk to yourself, but don't quote Beyonce. You need to talk to yourself, but don't quote Rihanna. You need to encourage yourself, but in the Lord. So the text reads in Hebrew that he gave himself godly encouragement. And I believe it's important that I tell you that you cannot administer godly encouragement outside of the word of God. Just like you can't play football without a quarterback. You cannot play basketball without a hoop. You can't play baseball without a pitcher. You can't write a check without a pen. You can't fly on a plane without a pilot. You can't sing a song without a melody. You can't buy a car without cash or credit. You can't watch TV without electricity. You can't walk without putting one foot in front of the other. Somebody needs to encourage yourself in the Lord. He made himself strong by remembering that the Lord is a strong tower. He strengthened himself by remembering that when I am weak, he is strong. He made himself firm by remembering that he gives power to the faint. He displayed strength by remembering that he is Jehovah Jireh. He supported himself by remembering that, lo, he'll be with you always. He repaired himself by remembering that the Lord can renew your mind. He took care of himself by remembering that the Lord is my shepherd. He held himself up by remembering that I have to lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help, for my health cometh from the Lord. He sustained himself by remembering that he leaves me beside the still waters and my cup runs over. Somebody here, you need to talk with yourself. You need to remind yourself that no matter what you're going through, 
Jesus has already been there. The pain in your life, Jesus has already been there. The trouble in your way, Jesus has already been there. The tears in your eyes, Jesus has already been there. Pain, he's been there and done that. Trouble, he's been there and done that. Death, he's been there and done that. Resurrection, he's been there and done that. And because of this, you can be encouraged. But the end of the story is that David got everything back. Somebody needs to encourage yourself because you'll get everything back that the devil stole from you. Your family, you'll get them back. Your joy, you'll get it back. Your friends, you'll get them back. Your finances, you'll get them back. You may be sad right now. It may look bad right now, but keep tuned in because the bulletin is about to break and they're going to interrupt your local telecast and say, this bulletin is just in that everything that the devil stole from you, you're about to get it back. As we're in the midst of this pandemic and we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But we do know, and I'm glad that I know, who holds tomorrow. Encourage yourself. It's not as bad as it looks. Encourage yourself, but encourage yourself in the Lord. We'd like to say that if you do not know Jesus Christ personally, this is the perfect opportunity While you're in your home, listen to this message. While you're driving down the street, listen to this message. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I repent of my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Take control of my life and I will live for you throughout eternity. In Jesus name, I do pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you have prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. We want to connect with you and help you along this Christian journey. May God bless you, and we'll see you again soon. You have been listening to the Light of the World broadcast, a ministry of the Holy Grove Baptist Church in Britain, Arkansas. We hope you will join us next week.